John Panos, John McGrath, how you going? Good, Tommy. Good to be back again. John, today is a subject that I love talking about, and that is some people seem to go to all the conferences, they go to all the seminars, they seem to know all the answers, but they seem to be a little bit light on on execution. And one of the things I've learned, John, is that knowing something and not doing it is actually worse than not knowing it in the first place and I think you've got a, a great quote once you yeah well, one of my favorite sayings was people that don't read are no better off than people that can't read and I think that's really powerful because it talks about we all have opportunities at any given time we have almost un- well, literally unlimited opportunities to do stuff we know and whether that's around life and exercise relationships business whatever it is and yet most of us don't ever even touch 1% of what we know in terms of putting it into action, which is almost another podcast or another series of podcasts by itself around the fear of letting go and, and all those things. But we're not, I, I guess today the topic is to focus on um, why is it that often we come across great ideas, Tom, and yet we don't do them or we don't keep doing them? I mean, a good example is, you know, you can start an exercise program. Most people go out and they say, well, I'm going to get a bit fitter and I'm going to eat a bit better, and they do it for three days and then they're back to their old selves. Um, other people go out and they go to a conference, something like Eric, and they say, well, I learned this great great piece of information off Tom Panos. And then you say, well, are you doing it every day? Well, no, no, I'm, I'm sort of trying to work out how do I do it, how do I... In fact, I remember one of the one of the best stories, Tom, that, that I ever heard came from you was about the guy that was, was going to do the 10 by 5 by 5 on the DL cards. And then he said, but should it be 20 by 10 by 10 or should it be... And you said, just do something, man. Like <laughs> one, one, two. <laughs> one, one, two is better than nothing, nothing, nothing. But it is, you're, you're right. A lot of people, they, they theorise and, and, you know, overanalyze. In fact, you know, there's a saying is paralysis by analysis is thinking too much about a topic. So I think it's a really good conversation for us to have today about why is that and most importantly not why is it but how do we get through it because a lot of people have got notepads full of great ideas sitting in their bottom drawer Mm. so let's let's get to action and i think more than ever john if you think about it knowledge is power well really google and youtube the answers are there more than any time i mean sure there are conferences sure there are training sessions there's audio books it's all out there so let's talk about what are some of the things that some people can do to actually brain tattoo the behavior to actually execute the learning because I've got a saying and that is ideas without execution are are delusions Mm. and we don't want our real estate listeners to be people that are you know living in fantasy land we'd rather them know a few things but actually going out there and achieving those things yeah so starting off John what's the best piece of advice you'd give to someone that has collected information picked up some great ideas and strategies about what happens next I think the first thing Tom is 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 really simple is take action now um, a lot of people as we've just mentioned they think it needs a theory and they've got to think tank it with their friends and they've got to brainstorm it my view is if it feels good if it's a gut feeling because I, I make 90% of my decisions from inner wisdom or gut feeling as people call it just do it or do something so if you want to lose weight and you're listening to this pull over go to the next shopping center and buy a pair of running shoes mm. and ring your partner your spouse your husband or wife and say hey tomorrow morning let's do a couple of laps of the block 10 minute walk let's just do something i've just bought us both a pair of running shoes we're going to do it at least you're now on the first step which is inevitably the hardest step 
Whereas a lot of other people, they say, well, I'm going to go on Google tonight and I'm going to review the best running shoe and then I'm going to look at all these different training programs and I'm going to ring up a personal trainer. No, That's just do something today, albeit something relatively small. Because you know the, that's gold, John. Yeah, it's really important. And Confucius talks about the journey of a thousand miles, or he used to talk about the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So just take that step today. And, and you know, I mentioned in a recent podcast about Og Mandino, who who wrote the great book called The Greatest Salesman in the World and The Richest Man in Babylon. They're both tiny books. They take ten minutes to read or an hour to read, and they're both phenomenal. And he talks about you know one of the the most important things is take action now take action now so I really think that's important to do that and to do that Tom you've really got to break it down into a few simple things so if you've been to a conference and you've got 10 pages of of notes which I congratulate you because when I go to conferences I have 10 or 20 pages because I want to capture every little thing the speaker says that touches me however I know at the end of it I need to actually asterisk two three or four things that are going to give me the biggest leverage and the biggest action out of it. All the other stuff is important. I've taken note, writing it down helped me remember it. It's washed over me. It's made me a better person. But I'm probably not going to be able to activate the 50, 60, or 150 points that I learned. So just work out what were the few key things that you learned and then how can they make... And then take action now. Because, John, there's a thing we notice about top people and that is that they don't try and execute 97 things and then basically... Um, do 97 things um, start and they never finish them they appear to pick three or four critical behaviors execute them flawlessly make them sustainable make them long term and they seem to pick the things that are going to have the biggest leverage in their business and their lives and we know that term i know it sounds like a cliche but it resonates which is less is more Mm. that you'll get Mm. more success if you actually laser focus on things that you can handle than getting overwhelmed yeah i I like the metaphor laser focus because it takes focus to a whole new level now you're you're 100 right tom And, and again i say in my talks at a corporate level for companies the same thing apple talks about we say no to great ideas every day which sounds almost you know, paradoxical or, or counter. Well, how do good companies or great companies like Apple say no to great ideas? Well, the reality is they know they've only got a bandwidth that can get a certain amount of products developed to world best and then bring in a few more. They, they know they don't have to have a thousand different computers. They just got to have three, four, or five that are the best on the planet. So, in in the in the process of that, they got to say no to a lot of other ideas that are actually basically good ideas to really focus on the on the great and the best ideas. So I think, you know, we've got to act a bit like Apple. Less is more. Focus on the important things. And then, you know, the ability to say no, Tom, to things that are not life-changing, critical, or incredibly value-add. Because some people say to me, yeah, John, but, you know, we heard you went and spoke at a few charity events. I said, well, that's important because a part of my life's mission is to contribute. Mm. And and somehow someone gifted me with the opportunity and a, and a bit of uh, skill around communicating. And if I can leverage my communication skills and then help some form of a community or a charity or whatever it might be and I know you're exactly the same um, well that's that's an important activity but I also say no to a lot of stuff that's actually not important and it's not value adding to me or really anyone else it's all that social things and the social chatter and noise and a lot of people get caught up in their lives mm. so I think you know, back on the topic it's, it's really focus on the things that are important that you pick up and it's not just in conferences Tom I honestly think I pick up 
five, six, seven, eight ideas a day. Just driving around. I see billboards. I see stuff. I take photos with you my You look for iPhone. them, don't you, John? All the time. I'm looking for them 24-7, or at least when I'm awake. So, And I'm taking photographs. I don't execute all those ideas, because I couldn't. I'd go crazy and I'd drive my team crazy. I already do that, executing the few that that uh, that we do like. But it's it's just about always looking for an idea, but then deciding which are the ones that you really are going to change your life. Well, I've got to say, John, I've said to you, and someone was saying to me the other day about this podcast, they said, you know, um, that was really a good idea that you came up with. I said, no, it was John. And I said, John came up with it, and then John basically scheduled an appointment and we went in and we sat down with Troy who's sitting opposite us and I said it was pretty basically a set of three or four actions but the thing what I noticed is John you didn't worry about the 20th action what you worried about what was the next thing that needed to get done to get it up and running and I think in real estate a lot of people um, and I think maybe it's got to do with what you that reference you made to buying the gym shoes um, People worry about the 20th action when they haven't done the first action. Mm. 80% of winning is beginning. There's something magical about starting, isn't it? It's got a bit of a domino effect. Because you do one thing, it seems to affect the next action anyway. And and, I think in one of our recent podcasts, you mentioned we've had like 200,000 downloads or something like that, and we've got six or 7,000 active users on the podcast, which is great. And you're right, that was a good example that I literally, because when I get in my car, I plug my iPod, sorry, my iPhone in, and I play podcasts. And I, I, I was in the garage, hadn't even left the house yet. It was about 10 to 7 in the morning. And I'm listening to a podcast and I'm thinking, wow, this is fantastic. I love it. Why shouldn't Tom and I be doing this? So by the time I got up on the street, I'd driven around the corner. I was driving under the Harbour Bridge. I'm on the phone to you because I know you're on the 5am club. And I knew you'd be up at the gym or, or somewhere else. And I rang you and I said, Tom, we should be doing this. And you said, great idea. And within a week, I think we almost recorded our first one, within a couple of weeks. And we just said to Troy, what equipment do we need? And Troy said, well, yeah, I can do it. I've got the equipment here. We're still waiting for the microphones, by the way. But we're still going. <laughs> I mean, that's an exciting thing. You can run barefoot is basically what we're saying. <laughs> so, um, so we just started doing it, and we, we sort of thrashed a name around, and we said, well, what would be a good name? And we all had some ideas, and everyone put them in the pot, and we decided one, and then we mocked up a little little logo and then all of a sudden we had a few in the can a few additions and then a logo and a name and now we've got 200,000 downloads. So John this doesn't need uh, a 10 man committee a strategy document that goes for 97 pages, yeah. a whole market research team working on uh, this is about if you feel like there's a gap in the market if you feel good about an idea you go off and you execute it and you tweak as you go along and that far Correct. beats the person that sits there and says I'm going to get this right before I even start. Well Tom one of the things we've, we speak about a lot and, and you know it was spoken about recently at ARIC was past clients nurture marketing mm. you know you got to, we all know that there are millions of real estate orphans out there that dealt with an agent had a good experience three years later they haven't heard from them and agents hear that and they sort of give themselves an uppercut and they say yeah yeah you're right I need to do it I've been thinking about it for too long well here's the deal just ring one now when you listen finish listening to this podcast in your speed dial there'll be a number of one or two of them ring them up and say hey I just wanted to touch base in fact I've been feeling a bit guilty because I haven't called you for a couple of years since you bought the place and I, every time I drive past I think of you and your family I just wanted to say hi that takes 60 seconds and at last you've started your nurture marketing strategy and then maybe you'll be you get such great response you'll ring a second one and then you'll say I could do two a day it takes me five minutes 
and then you're up and running. So, uh, you know, what did you say? Uh, winning is beginning. I 80% that. of winning is beginning. Beautiful. John, do you reckon that action's a habit? Taking action is a habit? Yeah, I, I think it is because once you start um, experiencing what happens when you just take small actions and they lead to bigger outcomes, I think people do it. One of the things I have, Tom, I have a little Excel spreadsheet. It's called my 21-day checklist because many moons ago I remember hearing from someone and whether it's true or not it seems to work for me that if you do something for 21 days there's a strong likelihood that it becomes a new embedded or ingrained habit so now what I do at the beginning of each month is I list all the things that are important for me to keep doing and some things that I want to start doing um, and I list them down and there's 21 little tick boxes next to it and each day if I do it and most of the time I do I tick it and then the next day I tick it and if I don't there's an ugly little box there with no tick in it that annoys the hell out of me for the rest of the month and so I, I want to tick every one of those boxes every single day so I think it's really important to have a very little simple system to keep yourself on track and, and you really get yourself into that new habit mode but it's not hard please keep it simple John um, and I, don't, I rarely do it but you've just prompted my thinking because on one of the templates that I've got on my website I've got a nine week coaching program that's just being launched and on week one of the nine weeks, it's essentially that form. It's called the Habit Ritual Creator. Yep. So if you want to go on there, tompanos.com.au, because I'm absolutely convinced, John, that ultimately success is basically someone that has adopted five or six things, critical behaviours, and brain tattooed them, made them rituals, made them ex exactly the way they treat brushing their teeth, where mm -hmm. they're on automatic pilot. And people that struggle seem to have five or six bad habits. It might be that yeah. they stay up late at night or or they drink during the week or they spend too much time talking to people in the office. That's a habit. Hanging out in the office is, is an actual habit. And, and Tom, you talk about the 5am club, which is a fantastic thing. So the concept for listeners that haven't heard Tom talk about is get up a bit earlier and do something, preferably exercise, to get your day started. Um, and for a lot of people that are currently getting up at 7, say, they would find that a big stretch. So my advice is get up tomorrow morning at 6.55. And then maybe in two or three days, get up at 6.50. And before you know it, you actually will be at 5 o'clock and it hasn't been a stretch or a pain at all. So start small, but start now and take action now. Hopefully that message has come through in this podcast. John, I think you've summed it up really well uh, to our listeners. We're going to talk to you next week. We've summarised about taking things from knowing them to doing them and making them part of your ideal week and having a world-class business and a great life. Until next time, this has been Tom Panos and John McGrath. 